This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip-hop revealed that it fits Pure, you can feel it in the mix Finally stop pushing the culture forward This is it, proceed at your own risk Got him, beats, balls of life Giving them truth in it Scream a revolution when only a few minutes My sentiments is acting Everything that we do clutch Another reason to turn the volume up Shit, know what we're saying, doing Sound the ground when we land Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan Dark days with the sunshine Any good news, I'm proof that it's living Yeah, revolving the art, the shock Oh, when it keep it a beat So the block don't miss it Welcome to the city stand up James left, but the king still reigns here No tears, no love lost, no rain here Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here Love, love for the city still resides here Fix for your ailment, faith that resides Outside the lines, detox your mind Cause it matters, art, art outside the box We paint better The fix is in and we rock a channel We rock with them for what's deep within Expose those who talk but don't live Expose those who talk but don't live Take offense, take offense Judge by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they speak So tell me whose face do they see? Repeat, take offense, take offense Judge by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir You tune back into The Fix Your source for faith infused Hip-hop, R&B, and poetry it's your boy DJ Focus checking in. Ministry girl Dice Gamble in the building checking on in. We are all winning. We pray you are winning as well. Okay. And if you're not, just wait. Yeah, just wait. <laughs> and we're here for you. If you have not accepted uh, Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, what mm-hmm. a better, no better day than today. Bang. You can do it today. We are here for you. We will mm-hmm. be, you know, as always, making sure you guys understand the importance of that. We'll definitely have our little prayer of salvation. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, feel free, y'all. If y'all want to DM us, reach out to us. We would love to talk to you guys, uh, especially if y'all are non-believers. Mm. I know Dice uh, love to put her cloth on and uh, just have a conversation with you. I'll right. offer you, you know, you know, just, you know, what God has done for us. That's mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about when you reach out to us. We're going to tell you what God has done for us. We ain't going to tell you nothing fluff. We ain't going to mm-hmm. make nothing stories up. Mm-hmm. We, we we ain't too good at that. If you ain't noticed, we ain't too good at uh, telling stories. <laughs> we, we, yeah, yeah, everybody know we straight shooters dice. By now, they know we can't <laughs> hold water. We yeah, we going to just say it what it is. And yeah, I'm going to just have to deal with it. So it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. <laughs> so yes, just notice you have a safe space here with us. Yeah. We really want you guys to really have an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. That's so right. We got a fun pack show for them too as well dice oh my goodness you want to talk about it today huh well I, I, i'm sorry i brought it you up. want I to talk, talk about it i do i brought this up this is my real talk topic Man. today dice what we got Man. what we talking about huh listen focus wants to talk to y'all about y'all cell phones now i'll be real with you i did not i had nothing to do with this um, i got two phones <laughs> <laughs> ooh-wee. So, uh, ooh, mercy. We are definitely going to talk about the usage of your cell phone and, you know, what are the risks?
risk and like, are you addicted? And if you are, what does that look like? And all, just who's, who's, who's addicted to their phone? I mean, we already know some of you, y'all just can't put y'all phone down. And that's why I'm like, woo wee. This is going to be one that, uh, it's going to, I don't know, take some notes. You know what I'm saying? It might help you get free. It might help you realize you got a little bit of a challenge, but nevertheless, we can't live without our cell phones anymore. That's just, not the world we live in unless you live off the grid. So this is an important one today. Yeah, it's going to be good, I think. <laughs> oh, it's going to be real good. No, no. It's, it's, please take notes. Ooh. I need y'all to listen, record it if you can, because I, I need y'all to get this in y'all spirit. Because, yes, we need to have these conversations. Absolutely. They're great tools. We know mm-hmm. we all have them. Mm-hmm. But we got to talk about the pros and cons on both sides. And then let's just have a conversation today. So that's going to be good. And this spiritual detox today hit a little different. We're going to get a super talented, listen, actor. Uh, you may have seen him, uh, you know, playing the Lee Daniels, the butler. You may have seen him on Chicago PD, the mm-hmm. zoo. Uh, you know, he's played in uh, quite a few movies. And now he's making his singing and rapping mm-hmm. debut. The legendary uh, uh, Isaac White, a.k.a. Ike, will be joining us today, Dice. I'm excited about this one. Me too. Me too. Uh, listen, uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, man, actor. This is going to be good. I'm. I, this is going to be good all the way around. Keep it yes. locked. Keep it locked. Yes, yes. Keep it locked. You tune to The Fix. <laughs> and The Fix is in. Welcome back, DJ Focus. Dice Gamble, you tap back into The Fix, your source of Faith Infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. It's time for our spiritual detox segment, and y'all know how we do it. We like to have a little bit of everybody on here. Come on here, listen, share their faith journey, everything dope they got, you know, going on. And today, we got a special one, y'all. We uh, we have a young man, man, who's been grinding, who has been in the industry since about nine, ten years old, man, doing powerful things, man. He does a little bit of everything, man, from acting to some stage plays, and now, he say he got uh you know some something in the spirit to say he got to rap and sing and everything else to go into it. So listen, without further ado, help me and my brother Ike. What's going on, bro? What's good, bro? What's good. Hey, thanks for having me, bro. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So you know, uh, before we talk about the journey, man, because like I say, you you know, uh, in the introduction, you've been doing it since you've been like ten years old, man. Just yeah. been in the industry. I know that's probably different all in itself. But first. Share a little bit of your faith journey with the people, man. Maybe how you develop your own personal relationship with Christ. Yeah, bro. So like a lot of us, honestly, you know, I grew up kind of in this, in a Christian home. We would go to church. I was singing church, you know, do the whole nine. Um, But I didn't necessarily have my own faith. You know what I'm saying? And so by the time I turned 17, 18 years old, I got out of the house and I wasn't under that covering and under that protection no more. So I started Mm -hmm. wilding out. I started, you know, just doing everything that you could think of. I'm doing it, right? Well, eventually it got to the place where I realized, oh, this is why they was telling me not to do this. This is why they was telling me not to do this. And uh, so eventually I ended up finding my way back home. When I turned 18, I gave my life to the Lord. Um, and, and that was my freshman year of college. Ever since then, bro, I've just been following the Lord. It's been about seven, seven years now or something like that, where I've just been following the Lord and, um, you know, uh, I've been pastoring for a while, worship pastor, just leading worship uh, every single Sunday. I got married. I have a kid now, bro. And so now it's just I'm in a place where I'm just, you know, just trying to be faithful and do what God's called me to do. So that's really my story, kind of kind of the short version. 
No, that's good. I do yeah. want to ask. So, you know, like you say, growing up in the church, do you right. feel like, do you feel like you were not able to develop a, a authentic relationship for yourself earlier on before you went to college? Do you feel like it was more forced on you? Did, did you, you know, cause I always ask, you know, why, why do you feel like you had to go out and test the waters for all the right. stuff that you, you, you kind of just said, you, you knew these things were wrong and yeah. you knew the outcome, but you still went to it. So what got you to that place to where, you know, some of your spiritual growth and maturity was not there and wasn't balanced when you went to college? Yeah, honestly, bro, I, I think a part of it was I wasn't in a space where I was surrounded by other believers who were encouraging me and holding me accountable, right? And so I didn't have a, a another 16-year-old uh, dude to say, hey, bro, what you doing? Like, you know, we don't do that. I didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't in the youth ministry. My, my parents, didn't, I just had to go on Sunday. And so I would go, and usually if I was going to church, it's because I was singing in church that Sunday. And so I think the reason why I went and I tested the waters was because even though I, I went to church, I wasn't necessarily, um, I don't think I grew up necessarily in the way that I should have in this way. I wasn't reading the Bible at home. We weren't doing, doing devotions as a family. You know, my, my, my pops wasn't reading the word to me or, or speaking the word over my life, even though he had wisdom and he was speaking over my life. But it wasn't in the way of like, I felt like if I didn't have Christ, if I didn't have the word, then I would fall. And so I didn't feel like I needed God whenever I went into the world. It was just, and so I didn't. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, Listen, yeah. You, you talk a lot about, you know, just sense of family, man, and how important your family, uh, you know, is to you. Your sister right. kind of got you uh, into singing, man. Speak about that, man, and how uh, that yeah. started, man, at 10, 11 years old, taking yeah. singing lessons and how she encouraged you. Yeah, bro. So I, I used to go to my uh, sisters every single summer. My sister's a little bit older than me. So she already had her house. She already had, you know, those things. And so every summer, me and my siblings would go to my sister's house and we would just go sleep there. And so uh, one summer, bro, I was about nine, 10 years old and I'm just singing around the house. I don't remember what I'm singing, but I'm a clown. So I'm just singing all over and we just, you know, doing our thing. Well, one day my sister's like, man, when you go home, you need to tell dad to get you some singing lessons. I'm like, girl, stop playing. Girl, shut up. What you, what you talking about? And so she's like, no, like for real, you need to go to, 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 to dad and, and get him to get you some singing lessons. I'm like, you think I can sing for real? Mm. Like, yeah, you can sing, boy. And so once I get something in my head, that's it. And so as soon as I go home, dad, 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 I'm just going up to him. I need singing lessons. And so eventually he got me into singing lessons, bro. And I was about 10 years old, 11 years old, whenever I did my first solo in church. And uh, yeah, it's been up ever since, dog, ever since I got into singing lessons. Yeah. So did that uh, pave the way for the acting career that we we started to embark on? When, when did you? Yes. So after you start doing the singing a little bit, did that uh -huh. open the door for you for the acting career? It 100% did, bro. I think if I didn't start singing, I would have never started acting. And so I, I went to this to this singing school, and then eventually the school closed down. And so me and my pops, we were like, all right, so what are we going to do? Well, uh, long story short, we ended up getting introduced to this school that uh, that had singing. So we mm. went. It was, it was close to New Orleans. And so we went um, to go and visit the school. Well, they said that the only way you could get into the school was not just singing, but you had to act. 
And so they gave me like this little sheet of paper. And I think it was like an Oreos commercial or something like that. And you had to you had to hold up the little Oreos and go, Oreos, you know, and you had to just put on a little and do it. I never did nothing like that before in my life. But okay. the moment I did it, they were like, Bro, you a natural at this, bro. And mm. so if, if if it wasn't for the singing, I promise you, I would I would have never did the things that I did inside the, the acting world. Come on and talk about it, man, because you had a pretty big role on the bubble. Yes. And I, think, I think people need to know about it. I don't know if they remember you from that role, but walk us right. through, one, the casting for that. What, what what was that like when you walked in that room, you in front of Lee Daniels and everybody else or whoever may have been in there, they got a say on, all right, who we picking for this right. role? Walk us through that. Yes. So the audition process was, was crazy. Um, I was in the middle of multiple auditions at the time. I was in the middle of a big Disney movie. Um, that was coming out. I was going to play the main role in that. And then I was also in the middle of uh, Lee Daniels, the butler, and I was auditioning for that. And so it was kind of crazy because I was going back and forth between these two. I ended up having to choose to do Lee Daniels, the butler, and I didn't even know how big it was going to be. So I'm just thinking to myself, like, all right, like, I'm this, I've never gotten a role before. So I'm like, all right, we're going to go. I don't even know who Lee Daniels is. Like, I just know that it's the butler. I'm trying out for the son of the main character. And so this is a heavy role. This is a main role. Major. It's major. <laughs> this is major, bro. I've never. Now, listen, I've never been an extra. I've never done like nothing. This was the first thing I've ever done. So uh, long story short, I, my, my agent ends up calling me. And you got the part. And so I'm I'm screaming. I'm in L.A. at the time in my, in my condo for the other audition. I got the part. I come back home to New Orleans. We film. And so this is how it was. I get on set and they tell me everybody that's going to be there. So we at the we at the railroad station for the first scene in New Orleans. Oprah Winfrey. Terrence Howard. Uh, uh, Lee Daniels, who's who's directed so many major films now. Um, David Oyelowo, who played Martin Luther King in Selma. Um, 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 uh, Elijah Kelly, um, who played in uh, The Temptations. So all of these guys are on set right now. Lenny Kravitz is on set. Um, Mariah Carey had just got off set. You know, <laughs> so like we, I'm, I'm walking into this environment of names that I've, I've, I grew up hearing about. Now I'm in a space where I get to work with them. And yeah, bro, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, it definitely was crazy. And, and I've seen it and you did a great job too, as well. Let me just give Thank you a rose too, as well, because yes, I, I think you, you, you were the sleeper character. If I could say a sleeper character, uh, because you know, your role was very critical and, and you had to act. So, yeah, you ain't just have limited lines. You had a decent amount of lines that, yeah, people there. know you had to leave an impression. I was in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, so a, 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 after you got through with that, what was your mindset then? Were you just like gun ho on continuing to do movies, you know, series or whatever? Or when did the music part come into it to where you say, yeah, okay, let me dabble and do some professional music too as well? Yeah. So, so really my mindset after the butler was, Oh, okay. I can do this now. Like this is possible. You know, it, it really, when you get that first break before then you think into yourself, like, can I do this? Is this going to work? Will I be successful in it? And then you get that break and you get that first thing. And then your whole mindset shifts and you go from can I to, Oh, I know I can. 
And so mm-hmm. from then on, my manager, my agent, myself, um, we are my whole team. We all just start running. I start booking series on Fox, NBC, CBS, Netflix, you name it. Comedy Central. I was on it. We start. I, st- I moved to L.A. for a while. And so I'm, I'm asking I go up to my manager and be like, yo, I really like this show. Um, New Girl. Like, this is one of my favorite shows. Can you get me on it? She'll make a phone call. Give me an audition. Boom, just like that, I get on the show. And so it was it was it was happening fast for me. Um, well, in this process, I'm still singing. I'm still singing in church. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not rapping, bro. I, I wasn't really rapping like that, but I was I was singing in church, um, you know, and I wasn't really doing any like professional music. That didn't really come until about 17, 18 years old when I when I got a little bit older. I went to college and I got introduced to the kind of the studio world. And so that's where um, I kind of took the skills that I already knew and I and I and I partnered them with the studio world production and writing and all of that. And that's when I realized uh, we might have something in this music thing. And so that's what kind of piqued that interest as well. That's good. Listen, DJ Focus, we got to go to a quick break. I promise you, don't touch that dial. We coming right back with more from Ike. Keep it locked. You tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Welcome back. DJ Focus, you tap back into The Fix. Your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. We still got Ike on the line with us. So, Ike, come on, talk about it. Um, you grew up, man, listen, you say uh, New Orleans, right? Louisiana. You, uh, that's where yep. you're from, right? Come on, man. Uh, so we celebrating 50 years of hip-hop. So, I got to know, uh, who were some of your musical and hip-hop artists, uh, jazz? You got a little bit of everything there, man. Yeah. Talk about some of your musical inspirations growing up and how that kind of inspired you to even do music. Yeah, bro. Okay, so... Uh, this this funny. So one of the one of my biggest inspirations was uh, when it comes to like that hip hop side was Lil Wayne, Lil, Lil Wayne. Uh, I think uh, um, Kevin Gates is big in Louisiana. I mean he's he's and he's big all over the world now, but really in Louisiana is where he started. He kind of influenced me a lot when it mm-hmm. came to like the gospel realm. Smokey Norfolk, mm-hmm. um, Jay Moss. That boy's voice is like butter. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaac Curry. Um, yes, I was, sir. I was I was really, really into him growing up. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so, and then when it came to like R&B, like that kind of like, you know, that side, it was like, um, August Alcina was real big whenever I was like in high school, like, like Chris Brown, you know what I'm saying? Every dude my age who's a singer and, and does R&B, uh, listen to Chris Brown growing up, uh, Usher, you know? So those, those were kind of like my, my, uh, my inspirations that, that caused me to, really growing interest and you'll hear it in my music that's that's kind of like my my uh my leanings yeah no that's good listen uh before we talk about uh you know some more about the music you said a uh-huh. name i, I definitely want to get your opinion since he you know he kind of inspires you to do music yeah, you brought yeah. up kevin you brought up kevin gates and yeah, yeah, uh yeah. of course us in the faith uh he's been a little controversial about his beliefs i mean i get right. he doesn't he doesn't believe in what we believe but right. I don't know. I, I just want to get your opinion and thoughts on when you hear him say certain things about Jesus Christ. I don't know if you've seen any of his video comments yes. or any of the commentary. How does that make you feel, especially when you were inspired by him, you know, yeah. in general? But honestly, bro, uh, and it, it's kind of like Kanye West, too. You know, it, it gives me a hope. Number one, I, I know a lot of people that will look at that and go, well, he can't talk about you. Well, he can't worship. Well, he can't do. Why? 
What? Why can't he talk about Jesus? Why can't he worship? Why can't he grow in his faith if that's what he's leaning towards? A part of my story was, bro, I was an atheist before I, I, I got to Christ. You know, I got into my parents' house and bro, that was one of the things I had. I stopped believing in God at all. And so from that, I started talking about Jesus before I ever believed that he was a savior and a Messiah and, you know, he was the Christ. And so if somebody wants to talk about Jesus, you know, and they're starting to believe that, then encourage that. Don't, don't, don't push that down, you know, encourage that. And so from, from my perspective, I think when he, when he talks about Jesus, um, when, when somebody like Kanye West makes a, a worship album, uh, you know, whatever the case may be, I think that's a win. That's a dub, bro. For, for Christianity in general, for people with so much influence um, to profess the name of Jesus and to be able to talk about Jesus in that way. And I do also think that if they're going to talk about Jesus, be open to some feedback. All right, let's, you know, maybe maybe they got people in their lives that can help them. Like, hey, maybe you said this wrong. Maybe this is really what it is. That's not my place. But from my perspective, I'm just going, man, if they talking about Jesus, that's a dub for us. Like 100%. What, what, what's what's the flip side of that? How do you feel when you know they ain't talking about Jesus in positive way and it's more blasphemous? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll say some artists. I know Doja Cat. This demon song she got out right now is right. going doing crazy numbers and it's mind blowing to me because I'm like, nothing about this is good. This is all dark. Why are we supporting stuff right. that's dark? So, what's your thoughts when somebody might you know, like I say, blaspheme Jesus' name or make these spiritual warfare songs that? I don't think they really know what they're doing personally, but it's yes. still like offensive to us as believers. What's your take on that? My take, bro, is what the word says. We aren't in, we aren't battling flesh and blood, bro. And, and it's really a spiritual war. It's really what it is. And so I'm not mad at Doja. I'm not mad at these guys who are who are do, maybe doing these things. And, and you said it yourself. I don't think they really know what they're doing, bro. They don't know what they're playing with like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. not. I'm not mad at them. I'm mad at the enemy. I'm mad at the and, and so for me, I'm not gonna go against the person. I'm gonna go against the concept. I'm gonna go against the thing. And so whenever I see stuff like Doja Cat in the song and, and those things, bro, that's noise to me, bro. What are we doing? How are how are we kind of pushing the ball down the field in Christianity? The world's going to be the world, and it's always going to be like that. We got to expect that. We can't get upset or, or, or make this big, you know, uh, ruckus whenever somebody does something like that. Like, that's going to catch us off guard. If that catch you off guard, you ain't reading the word, bro. If, 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 if that type of stuff catch you off guard, you're not reading the word. Because obviously that stuff's going to happen. What are you doing on your end? Because if you just talking, if you just mad about that stuff, then you just kind of building that platform. That's why her stuff's so successful. Because Christians keep talking about it. Like, do you, what are you doing? How are you talking about the word? And that's for me where I'm going. Like, I think they do know what they're doing in that part. Like, oh, I already know this going, this about to tear the world up. And so everybody starts talking about it and start getting a lot of buzz. But me, I'm going, man, that's just noise. What are we doing? So does that make sense? No, absolutely. Makes perfect sense. Appreciate yeah. you. So come on, talk about what you're doing. This new music you're working on, man. You got a single out right now. Come on, let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. So I got a single out right now. It's called This Time Summer Mix. Um, it's on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, wherever you can find it. And it really is a remix to the original This Time. Um, this Time Summer Mix is it's called Summer Mix because it's more of like R&B, 
and it got that like pop and that like house feel to it. It got that four to the floor, boom, 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 boom. And so it just kind of make you want to dance. Um, I'm singing in it, but I'm also rapping in it. Um, and so right now, bro, where I am is I'm just trying to make music that's going to reach people. Um, I have certain people in mind whenever I'm making music, uh, people that are lost and that aren't following Jesus, people that are following Jesus. Um, and so my goal is to make music that's going to kind of reach both of those realms um, with singing and with rapping. I would say I'm about half and half. I'm not more of a singer than a rapper. I'm not more of a rapper than I'm a singer. I would consider myself to just be able to do both well and it just flow in both lanes. So that's where I am right now. No, I, I agree. And, and I was very surprised when you said uh, some of your music inspirations, you didn't bring up like T-Pain and like Drake, because yeah. I kind of I kind of feel like that's that's you kind of juggle back and forth. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's kind of like that lane. If you, you know, use mainstream artists, if you said uh, Christian hip hop, uh, we of course, we know, I think the best one who's done it. A lot of people have done it. But K. Joe, Kenton Jones has always <laughs> in, infused that singing and that rapping. Uh, over yeah. any type of beat so what, yeah. what, what what can we expect next so are we working on a project a mixtape or are we just gonna continue to put out singles so what we what we what we expecting right now is i want to put out a single towards the end of the year um and what i like about singles is they kind of create this momentum um that that i'm looking for right now uh the thing with a project bro is that you know i feel like you got to have a, a pretty solid fan base in order for somebody to really sit there and listen to a whole project. And so I have enough music for a project and I can put out a project if I want to, but the goal right now is I'm gonna put out a single and then we're gonna put out a single and we're gonna put out a single and we're just gonna promote and promote and promote. And then when it's time, I'm gonna just drop a project. Well, so I already got the music. Pray, pray about that because you you might you know I I've heard this single you just put out so it's pretty hot uh -huh. so I, I I would argue if you if you make good music you can put yeah. out a project uh, okay ask, ask Chance the rapper yeah Chance the rapper yeah. put a project off off the top he didn't have a name he ain't have no major behind him if you go back hey, to acid right. rap and, and, and yeah let's let's go back I'm just saying so that's true yeah, you're right yeah if you make good music I, I I know a lot of people I know and I know the singles are popular now but right. if you make good music now nah, you can put a project yourself so you know way. what's crazy is i hear everybody say that like it's just you just gotta make good music you oh, just you got gotta to. make good social media is a thing you know tiktok is an instagram is a just make good music i i, I agree with you 100 bro so what direction are you going for this project when you do decide or would you have a, a specific theme because I, I think you have a unique sound yeah. that you need to really like tailor and like package so what's your thought process if you did release some of those you know songs you got on the shelf how would you package it together yeah well so <clears throat> my goal is number one to show my versatility i want to be able to show you know what i can do it's so easy for people to box you in and mm -hmm. so my goal number one is to go all right well if if people naturally box me in let me create the size of the box it, it, it's going to be huge. I, I'm going to be able to do this and this and this and this. And that's how I'm going to introduce myself. And so the way I'm approaching uh, these songs that I'm going to be dropping is I just want to be versatile. I want to show all of the things that I could do. And then my purpose in this is really to just glorify God. And so I like to tell my story. I'm a, I'm a storyteller when I write. Um, so my goal isn't to make a concept album or a concept project but really to put a project together that shows who Ike is and my background and the, and the things that I've learned and, and, and the genres that I could that I could flow in. 
you know, and, and just kind of show people the different sides of who Ike is. That's good. Listen, we yeah. appreciate you rocking with us, Ike, man. Tell the people how they connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at, uh, at Ike.music. That's Ike.msc. Um, you could go subscribe to my YouTube channel at The Ike White, The Ike White. Um, and then follow me on Spotify. Uh, artist name is Ike. Uh, spot, uh, follow me on Apple Music, anywhere that you stream your music. And go get this time summer mix. Don't miss out on that song. Share that song with your friends. Support your boy. Hey, be looking forward to some future music. Just know we up, baby. We up from here. I promise you. Let's go. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. Holy Culture, Holy Culture Radio. Healing, hope, and how-tos. And we back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source of faith infused. Hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. We're about to get the real in these streets, huh, Dice? What we got going today, huh? Let's have some fun, Dice. Let's have Go some ahead. fun. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Right, right out the gate, listen, some of you have a huge fear of leaving your cell phone anywhere. Like, you will not leave your cell phone anywhere. You take it everywhere with you. You sleep with it in your hand. You take it to the bathroom. Like, if you leave it in a room, you rush back to go find it. Like, your phone is running your life. It's running your life, and that's not natural. I was gonna put it out. It's not natural. So, um, I am not attached to my cell phone. Yesterday, I couldn't even find my phone. I'll be honest with you, and I, I didn't even care. My husband was like, "I was calling you because I was trying to see if you wanted, something, wanted me to bring you something home to eat." I'm like, eh, "Glad you went ahead and brought me something." Well, I wasn't even looking for that phone. Well, in a study uh, conducted in South Korea, women were found to be more addicted to their smartphones than men dice. I'm just saying the survey uh, surveyed uh, 1,236 students at six mm-hmm. different colleges, and it found that 52 percent of the females responding mm-hmm. use their smartphone at least once every four hours. And uh, yeah, that percentage is, uh, you know out here so yeah i don't know i know you you know you you one of the few that ladies that don't do it but for most part it's it's, it's one of those things listen this thing is real so let's be very clear uh what we we, we would say what smartphones came out well like maybe 2000 2002 i don't know I, I remember the the flip the flip the flip situation i don't know what they called the razors or whatever they was called back or whatever but it was like that's when the cell phone was like really popular because before like the razor flip phone or whatever it, it was okay i know some of the you know ballers back in the 90s had the cell phone that was kind of it was it looked kind of corny to me but everybody oh he got a cell he got a, he got a phone in his car sorry it wasn't even said it was more of a phone in his car but it was like all bulky and big it just didn't look cool i would argue when cell phones came out with the razors the flip phone technology changed and then now everybody has been consumed because before that you remember we used to have hitters yeah i'm, I'm, I'm dating myself but I'm, I'm going back hitter is a pager i know y'all i know some of y'all are like what is focus talking about hitters on the, the, on the show beepers. <laughs> right yeah like <laughs> right we yeah. had beepers we yeah. actually had to pull to the side of the road to the payphone, put the quota in and call somebody once we got paged <laughs> you remember that <laughs> Try to find the closest gas station to corner store to bust that U-turn to make that call. Listen, we, we, we me and Dice did some things we for you know. We, yeah, we lit another life, so we had to make sure we get that call because you, you missed that opportunity get that get that money. But anyway, let's talk about these smartphones. People being addicted to them. 
I think we are a society that with technology, like literally going to the next level dice. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know if it, so. So I, I, I think it's, it's a good and a bad thing. I think that we are consumed on our phones too much. And because we have made these phones are everything. When I say everything, if you're an entrepreneur, you do business calls, you send emails, Heck, you can even uh, 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 link your phone to your printer now, Dice, and print stuff out. Did you know that? Like that was that was something I just found oh, yeah. just just recently. Like, yeah, you can you can Bluetooth your phone to your printer at the house, and you can print out documents using your cell phone, Dice. Like, what happened to opening up the desktop or the Mac and actually going on there and printing out stuff? You ain't got to do that no more. So you don't even need a desktop or a laptop to even print out stuff. You don't need it to fax either, Dice. You can fax mm-hmm. stuff from your phone too. You know that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so, uh, so yeah. In full, full transparency, um, I control my whole house with my phone. See? In full transparency, See? I mean everything from the garage door, all of the lights, the keypads on the front doors. You know, I can change the code online, the heat, the refrigerator, the dishwasher, the oven. Dice, why are you playing like, with why are you playing with the heat from your phone? What you Because this is what happens. You ain't even there. You don't even know if it's cold or not. Dice. No, 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 no. Listen. But it's good because it's like when we're both gone, I can just turn the heat off on my phone. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, we don't have to waste money when you have a smart home, and that's what we have. We have a smart home. Like that was one of the first things we did was change all the light bulbs out. Like nobody's going down three flights of steps focused to turn the basement light off. It's like, no, you just turn the phone off. I mean, turn the light off, you know? So just, I don't know, setting the mood, you know, in the house. Like I enjoy having my phone only for the house. Like I don't talk to people on my phone. Good luck trying to catch me. You know, like I, I'm not, I ain't on the phone. My grandmother used to call it hella phone. Like y'all just raising a bunch of hell on the phone, talking to people, gossiping, you know? So I've never been one to just be stuck, but shout out to Martin Cooper who invented the cell phone. Okay. He is Ukrainian. His, his parents were from Ukraine. They're Jewish immigrants. He was born in Chicago uh, in 19, like 28 or something like that. And here's the deal. This man invented the phone and made the first cell phone. Sorry, he invented a cell phone, made the first call in 1973. He worked at Motorola. But it's it's insane how cell phones haven't been around very long, focus. Like they haven't been around very long, but everybody in the world, for the most part, has a cell phone. Even if you don't have a house, statistics show you have a cell phone. You don't have a car, you have a cell phone. You know, ages 11 and up, you have a cell phone. Like they have become, we've become very dependent on them. Have you ever seen your phone drop down and it's about to die and the panic that shoots to your soul? (laughs) And you run around looking for your charger or asking somebody for their charger? Like cell phones create physical ramifications when they're not working correctly like we literally go into a panic like from a health standpoint these things can cause us stress like you think you're missing out they make you anxious or they can make you sad they say scrolling through the internet a typical person by the time you get off the internet you feel worse facts so i'm just saying like i don't know man we we compare ourselves to people we see on our cell phones on all these platforms like so you this is a good one. You need to be careful how much time you spend on your phone. I don't spend a lot of time on my phone. I, I barely even get to repost the stuff we post for the fix. That's how much I'm not on my phone because it ain't that I don't want to. It's just like, I don't want to be in my phone and get trapped in the matrix. I swipe, 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 swipe. I just, I already know. 
That's why I stay away from it. Cause I'm like, man, I don't need more stress. I want to disconnect. I'm, I'm a holistic believer. I'm a holistic advocate. Like I want to live off the grid. I really do. But to your point, we need phones. Some of us need it for medications. Like if you have diabetes and you have one of those, um, uh, that's like a Bluetooth needle. So you could check your blood sugar levels for on your phone. Like they can be very help. They check your uh, oxygen, like my, my smartwatch. It, it pairs to my phone. It'll check my heartbeat and do an EKG. Like, so it's like, they're really nice. It's nice having a cell phone. You get lost. You can call the police anywhere, you know, like they can just ping a signal and figure out where you are. If you kidnapped, you know what I'm saying? So you can share your location. My location, I share it with my family. Um, just in case something happens, like they can at least find me. <laughs> like, okay, I know she's going that way. So, you know, they're very helpful, but uh, there are a lot of dangers and a lot of effects that come with cell phone usage. That's why the CDC and everybody else encourages us not to give phones to young kids. It affects their eyes. You should have a uh, Bluetooth glasses. I have two sets of, uh, sorry, um, blue, Blu-ray, uh, UV, UV blockers when I'm on my computer a lot. Um, because the rays that are coming out of your phone and out of, off your laptops, like they, it affects your eyes. You get dry eye, itchy eye syndrome. So, you know, yes, they're good for us, but there are also some physical things that happen to us when we're constantly on our phone. Um, yeah. And there's addiction, like you were saying. Listen. Oh, yeah. People getting addicted to their phone. Yeah, they definitely get addicted. <laughs> Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Uh, we talking about it today. We talking about smartphones. We gonna come back. We got some uh, tips on what happens when you put your phone down. <laughs> uh, we gonna, gonna do, do a it. music break right now. We coming back <laughs> with more. Keep it locked. You're tuned to the fix. And the fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. And we're back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, in the middle of this real talk convo today, talking about these smartphones, Dice. I got two phones. I got two phones. I know. It's good to have phones. Like, you get to do graphics on the phones. You get to talk and chat with your people on the phones. You can send voicemail. Like, phones are amazing how they help our lives. They they make us better. You can order your food on your phone. You know, you can pay for stuff with your phone. Like, phones, these, these cell phones are absolutely amazing. But let me tell you the dirty fact of the phone. Go ahead. I just want to. I just want to put it out. A cell phone started this show. I just want to get that uh, in y'all's yeah. But my real entrepreneurs out there that really want to get it out the mud, really believe that God has called you to do something when you don't have the finances to back up the well, vision. Well. Use what you got. Uh, Sometimes you think you, you you need those finances off top. Mm. No, no. Use mm. what you got. I, I use mm. a cell phone to start this show mm. uh, mm-hmm. on an online platform, and it was my microphone. And mm. it was my DJing device because I played mm. music and I spoke into the microphone and mm. it recorded. So listen, all one-stop shop on a stand in front of me and I'm using it like it was a, you know, a sure mic. I'm using it like it was a Mac. <laughs> Cell phone. <laughs> yeah. You can, that's what I'm saying. Like they can change your life. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. You can check your email. You can create graphics. You can do programs and things like that. But some of you need to go and buy anti, 
uh, bacteria wipes and make sure you're wiping your phone off. Let's go down the statistics here on the state food and safety uh, website. A toilet seat has 1,201 bacteria per square inch on it. A kitchen counter has 1,736 bacteria per square inch. Um, the checkout screen at your local store has 4,500 bacteria per square inch. A doorknob has 8,643. Now, if you touch all these things and then you go touch your cell phone, hmm, how many bacteria exist on the average user's cell phone a day? 25,127 bacteria per square inch is on your cell phone. And so your cell phone is the dirtiest object in your whole entire house. And for those of you who ain't washing your hands correctly, you're just making it absolutely worse. After you go touch a kitchen counter or another door, not like you just putting more stuff on your phone. So this is the tip. Wipe your cell phone off. So get you some little alcohol wipes, get you little screen wipes, get you little disinfectant wipes and some paper towel. Please, please, please. If you can do it once a day, wipe your cell phone, clean it off and dry it off. There you go. Yeah, please do that. Stop spreading germs. <laughs> yeah, stop spreading germs. You, stop spreading germs. Nasty little boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, let's talk about some of these uh, tips. Uh, Shouts out to uh, Justin uh, Steenstorm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote a book. If you haven't read it, uh, definitely pick it up. He uh, wrote a book called uh, Eight Things That Happen mm-hmm. When I Put Down My Phone. So, mm-hmm. first, the first one he gives you, you become more productive. What? Dice, you brought this up. Absolutely. How about that? Get more no, done. Because no. some of y'all are not entrepreneurs and movers and shakers and using yeah. your phone to network and emails out. Y'all just on social media. Let's just keep it a buck. Y'all on social media. Y'all lying to somebody on some day nap. Let mm. them, just stop it. Mm. Put the phone down. Go do something mm-hmm. productive with your life. Mm. Pick your pick your Bible up, and and, mm. I, and I'm upset at all the the believers that got these smartphones that don't have a Bible downloaded as an app Come on, on your my, phone. The first app on my cell phone is the Bible app, and I I think I think Jesus is not pleased with you if your cell phone don't have that one. As soon as you turn the daggone phone on, the Bible app need to be right here in your face, so you remember to tap Let- on in with the Lord, right? <laughs> Listen, listen, don't don't play no games. Don't play. I, listen, I, I got a few more. I'm gonna add to it. So not only do we have the Bible app, uh, I have the Got Questions app, Come on. Come which on is now. a great resource for yeah. any questions about uh the Bible. I have two prayer apps. Come on now. I also have two daily devotionals Let's on my go. home screen with my Let's wife go. and my daughter. Come on and now. I, listen, Dice looking right at it. I'm sure I'm, yeah. we don't no, we you, don't play yeah, these games. Fight. No, yeah, no, we when, when I open my phone, the first thing yeah. I'm trying to think about now, I ain't perfect, but for right. the most part, I'm thinking about God and being yeah. in purpose yeah, and making sure I'm hearing clearly for him. So right. I need resources. <laughs> I might be in the thick of something and got to go to a bathroom real quick and get a prayer in real quick that I yeah. that God ain't put on my heart, but I can read right. it real quick. Right, right. Now I, I'm fueled back up or I might need to go read a quote real quick and, and go back and minister somebody. So these apps have saved me so many yeah. times. You know what I mean? Brothers and came to me and Come asked on. me some different questions that I had no idea about, mm. but I went to got questions. Come it took on. me five minutes. Well, I pick up on stuff real quick. Once again, <laughs> I'm not looking to be a preacher or pastor. I am not that. I am not a theologian, but mm. if God want to use me, 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to let them use me. I ain't going to well. walk away from that situation saying, God, I need at least try. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, that's real. So, yes, please. Please. Let, let, let's be more productive. The next mm-hmm. thing on the list, Dice, we got to talk about. Come on now. You talked what? about that this week. You talked about what it this week. What I say? Be more social. Well, well. Hmm. If you put your phone down, you actually could have a conversation with somebody. With a you actually human. could probably learn your wife, learn wow. your husband. Wow. What? Did you know your kid had an interest for this? Did you right. even ask? Because you got him up there in the in the in the in the room playing PlayStation Xbox right. all day and you ain't even talked to them and seen what their interests hmm. are. So yeah, mm-hmm. be more social, Dice, huh? Mm-hmm. I love it. Keep going. Next one up. Oh, this is gonna be even better. Mm-mm. We talk about it all the time on the show. Less stressed. Oh, you brought this up to us. Well, so listen, this is mm-hmm. not you bringing the points up. I'm like, glad oh, Lord. Lord. Listen, please put some respect on my name. Like, trust me. <laughs> I've walked in the spirit. I already know. I, I had no idea you was gonna bring this up. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Uh, this is the Miss uh, Introvert. Yeah, don't th- listen. Uh, yeah, don't, don't buy it. Don't buy it. I told y'all what she do. She in the corner quiet because she observing what's going on around this joker and pulling her holy oil out her purse and starting to anoint ground up under her as she walks. So, yeah, no, no. That she ain't quiet because she don't want to talk. Oh, nice thought. Yeah, let's be very clear. Next one up, number four. Oh, you gonna like this? Uh-huh. Uh, you get a chance to live in the moment. We Ooh. talk about you know going out on date nights or mm-hmm. going out on vacations. And I, listen, I love all my, my my social media people, but I wish I wish more people would live in the moment. You ain't got to post everything you do on social mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. It's okay to just enjoy your your spouse, mm-hmm. your your kids, your loved ones. Y'all on a vacation. Live in that moment. You got mm-hmm. the memories in your head. You ain't got to tell everybody you was on a cruise. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to tell everybody you went to Puerto Rico, Perry, and all that. Just be in Perry and walk down them streets <laughs> in France and have a great time. Like what we like. Yeah, I, I I know I was there. I ain't got to lie about mm-hmm. it. We mm-hmm. went. We went on vacation for three mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. We was there. We was in Nashville, Dice. I, I promise you, we we just got back from the Doves, Nashville, mm-hmm. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Outside of the stuff, we had to get on tape and take pictures because we do media coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and my wife bust some other moves. Mm-hmm. When you want to see their thing on mm-hmm. social media because we live mm-hmm. in the moment. No, we, mm-hmm. yeah, what are we doing? So live mm-hmm. in the moment. I yeah. think that's good, too, as well. Number five, Dice. Oh, you're going to love this one. Go ahead. <laughs> Which one? Uh, <laughs> live in reality. Not in a virtual world. Come on, talk about this. Well, well, Living reality. Not in a virtual world, Dice. Come on, talk about this because you talk about a little bit of everything and how people living in a facade world. And I know you know about the metaverse and all this. So come on, talk about it. Well, I mean, shout out to the metaverse. I, I trust me. You already know my glasses is right behind me. Like I, I, I tap out on y'all, but I only tap out to go meditate and exercise. I'm not out there in the virtual streets trying to holler at nobody, you know. But um, we have to live in reality. I'll be honest with you. It's easy to tap out, and you could create a whole new life if you are always in your phone. It, listen, and I'll be real with you. Some of y'all that try to be dropping stuff in my DMs, like we we talk about this all the time, like. The devil Ooh. is the devil be Ooh. in the DMs. Yeah, you gotta stay. Who doing that? Dice, who doing I'm gonna start doing screenshots oh, and posting them on the page. Put the I'm gonna do screenshots. I will. 
Like, I was like, y'all really messing with the wrong one because we mess around and do a whole show about you. Like, this is, it's not a game. But this, a lot of people get trapped. She's like, married. In, in, in. She's married. I'm very married. Leave, leave her very, alone. Please. She's married. I, I said, I'm in the wrath of the well, Lord. Like, Jesus don't, bruh, Jesus don't play about me. Like, I feel like Miami when I said, God don't play about me. Like, y'all messing with the wrong one. But yeah, people um really live these fake lives sometimes. You'll wake up, you get on your phone to see whoever's doing what. Then you at work, and some of y'all need to stop. You're going to lose your job because you're on your phone. Now, this is for somebody, I just feel it in my soul right now. Oh, wow. One of y'all going to lose your job this week because you can't stay off your phone at work. And it's so silly. You're going to be at home you know, with your cell phone and you done lost your, as folks say, your good government job because you just can't get off your cell phone. government job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have to live in the present. God is a present God. He's an ever-present God, but he is right now God, like an on-time right here God. And when you're not tapped in, you're missing out on being, by being present. Like, I'll be real with you. There is nothing outside of this moment right now. We can't go back and fix yesterday. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like we were talking about earlier, focus. It's, it's right now you being present with your family or your friends or your job. Like, so yeah, tap out, put your phone down. You ain't missing nothing. Here's the thing. Somebody was like, well, such and such might go in the hospital. Well, if such and such go in the hospital, they were exactly where they need to be. Okay, with all the help that they need and you can catch up with them or not and you'll see them in this life or the next. And you got to learn to really pull away from your phone. And if you know you're addicted to your phone, they even have lock boxes now. Have you seen these where you can set a timer, put your phone in the lock box, 7 p.m., turn that phone off. You can't get your phone till five o'clock in the morning. And some of you have to put these measures in place now because you will get sucked in. I mean, some people are so depressed by being in other people's world. What are these workout gurus or whoever, these little Insta stars or whoever. And that's not reality. That's not your reality. So, okay, that's my ramble. But yeah, stay present. That was what I wanted to say. Listen, God is good and we we all all the the way up. We appreciate y'all. We pray y'all enjoyed that convo today on smartphones. We got to go to a break. We coming back with more. (laughs) Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And we're back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source for Faith Infused. Hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. And uh, it's a great time for them to know God today. And in Dice, I mean, you know, I know you always got your collar on and want to make well, sure you, uh, you know, give the people uh, God. Listen, they should always have God in their life. And if they don't, we should be out here pushing that hope. And uh, for those of you who definitely on, you know, Wednesdays, you already know that we definitely... Uh, do a quick prayer you know just uh, like lord like dear dear god dear like dear jesus however you want to start it like i know i'm a sinner um and i, I definitely want to be forgiven of my sins so lord please forgive me of my sins i know in my heart and i believe that you died for my sins and rose from the dead and i just want to um invite you into my heart right now you know i really want to invite you into my life and i trust um that you will come into my heart father father and i'm gonna follow you all the days of my life and i i just ask this in your name um and as you say focus get into a bible believe in church you know what i'm saying so um you can you can definitely pray that prayer and ask god for forgiveness and know that god will come into your heart that is the promise um that he made to us he will walk with us but your steps you know you need somebody to kind of show you how how walking this out works you know um, we're just learning every day, but it's nice to have a good community of believers around you who can, um, 
just show you what a great life God has for you uh, after you receive Jesus in, into your heart. So becoming a Christian is the best thing you could ever do. God will save you. He promises to save you. He promises to forgive you. There's nothing that you've done that cannot be forgiven. Never, ever believe that voice of the enemy. Oh, they don't know what you've done, you know, but it's his story now. And so when you give, when you give your life to God, all of it becomes his you're washed new and now you get to start over walking hand in hand you and your creator uh the way he wanted it to be from the very beginning so god's love will never fail us and he promises uh to love us and keep us and I, i'm hoping that if you've said that prayer today that um listen that you walk in your freedom and definitely uh, get around a good community of believers um so they can uh you know rejoice with you because the bible says heaven rejoices when you do give your uh life to god so thank you for bringing up uh the bible-based church please get you get in a bible-based church so where you can learn your word mm-hmm. i just want to give you some scripture that helped mm-hmm. me when i was struggling with understanding the importance of church mm-hmm. and what the church role was uh james james is solid so after you know after you went through proverbs and had your <laughs> everything you thought you need mm-hmm. yeah james uh actually talks about uh uh knowledge and correction too as well and mm-hmm. i love james uh one and five where it just says if any of you lacks wisdom mm-hmm. let him ask god who gives generously to mm-hmm. all without re- reapproach and it will be given to them the knowledge that they need. Mm-hmm. So with that, that's the purpose of us going to a good Bible-based church mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we can continue to grow. Everybody hits a cap. I, I know a lot of people think they know it all. No, no, you hit a cap. That's mm-hmm. why we have schools. That's why we have teachers. We always have teachers and everything, even mm-hmm. on your job. The trainer would be the teacher. Let's be very clear. We have teachers everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. If you play sports, the coach would be the teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have all these different teachers, but when it comes down to being taught the word, we always are. Some of us are, you know, oh, I don't need it. I can learn it on myself. God talked to me about, you know, myself. Absolutely. He does talk to you, but he's also going to talk through people too as well. And he's going to give somebody who knows more about the Bible. Mm-hmm. To give you more knowledge so it's okay to be a part of the community so yeah love y'all we're gonna get out of here listen shouts out to our brother isaac white how good was he today uh played in uh lee daniels the butler yeah. um, he also played in uh zoo and, and some other films and yeah he's already uh doing his thing now with this new banger this mm-hmm. summer uh mix that he has has out right now that's amazing i'm looking forward to new music from him dice and uh, he's doing some powerful, powerful things. So, shouts out to our brother, Isaac White, a.k.a. Ike. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, keep it locked for that. We're going to get out of here. As Woo-hoo. always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.